didn't record. It's happening. everyone, welcome to Feminists Aren't Funny, a podcast that might objectively prove its title, where we discuss, where we dissect real-life moments through real-life feminism. I'm Mika. And I'm Dean. So, what's our topic today, Mika? I think I've been doing really well at my job lately. Hey, that's good! Because my manager has been sharing all of my ideas like they're his own. Hey, th- that's less good. Mm-hmm. He's a middle-aged white man who makes just over three times my salary, hasn't had an original idea in 30, let's say 20 years. We can be generous. See? They say feminists hate men. He likes to repeat my ideas about our work priorities verbatim to our shared soup. And I'm sitting there wondering where he has all these new ideas from. Oh, right. I got hired. Okay. So, you're saying that your manager yep. took your ideas. Mm-hmm. And pass them off as his own. You nailed it. Okay. Now that does seem unfair, but maybe it was an isolated incident. You know, the first time it happened, I thought he was being helpful. I, a meek, mild, inarticulate woman, might need a little boost in a meeting. Ah, yeah, boost. I love the mill milkshakes. They get you through your day. But when it happened a third time, I'm guessing he hadn't been forgetting to give me my credit for my own damn thoughts. Okay, well, uh... That does sound uh, wildly disempowering, but also, uh, unfortunately, it kind of sounds familiar. Uh, I, too, have felt the sting of a manager taking an idea floated at work and passing it off as their own to the uh, the higher-ups. Really? Yes. Well, sort of. It was a female co-worker, but I wasn't there. (laughs) So, this co-worker brought up a great idea to myself and one of our managers uh, while we were on a coffee break. Later that morning... In a meeting with some higher-ups, this manager brought up the idea and was met with a literal clap on the back for that idea. I'm in my co-worker's eyes. She had gone totally uncredited for coming up with the idea. The woman who had initially come up with this very good action plan for a client of ours, and she looked, how can I say this? Well, her soul looked tired. (laughs) So I didn't say anything at the time, but uh, unfortunately, I would have plenty of opportunities to see this exact same scenario play out over my time at this job, though it's as yet never happened to me. It's almost like the patriarchy. There it is, patriarchy. Now we're feminist podcast. (laughs) Patriarchy! It's like the patriarchy doesn't want women to have a voice or any power at all. When our ideas go uncredited, everyone remains silent, office meetings drag on, and it makes it a lot harder to advance in our careers. Please let me bang my head against the glass ceiling. Know what? That doesn't sound like such a bad idea. So let's try and hash out some things we could do, you know, to help women be heard at work. So 
lots of people have lots of ideas about how to manage bad work environments, they are mainly bad. So here are some of ours. And I know, dear listener, dear sweet listener, what you might be thinking. Why didn't you just speak up? Uh, the boss, the, the big boss, you know, it's, it's hard to begin with. Well, you token man, you Randy, why do you keep getting louder every time a woman tries to speak up at a meeting? And Randy, if I'm being quiet in a meeting, it's because I'm imagining burning your house down. Apologies to listeners named Randy. But oh no, we're not apologizing. <laughs> do not apologize for him. <laughs> Dean, what did you do after this shitty meeting? I need some tips and tricks. So immediately nothing, but a few days after this meeting, uh, her and I had a chance to chat about what happened. And Mika, you know what happened when I brought it up? She cried, right? Uh, arguably worse. She realized that this wasn't the first time it had happened to her. She then, from memory, brought up several times where this manager and others had repeated her ideas to our supervisor and had given her exactly zero credit. So then she cried? Well, we got thinking. What if I tried to amplify her voice in meetings? What if, when she was being talked over in a meeting next time, I pointed out her idea and brought attention to her? Okay, yeah. In the early days of the Obama administration, when women were few and far between, they got together and employed a similar strategy that they called amplification. Thanks, Obama. But yeah, amplification. See, I like that. What? What's... So explain amplification. <laughs> so when a woman made a key point, other women in the room would repeat it and give credit to its author. It totally worked. We don't think of the Obama administration as oppressive and not repressive to women's ideas. So... We don't think of the Obama administration as oppressive or not responsive to women's ideas. He took note of what they were doing, and the culture in the way has changed. Okay, so you're saying that bringing attention to women who contribute to our workplaces and crediting those women for those contributions might bring about a workplace culture where that seemingly bare minimum respect became normalized. Bingo. We all win. And if you think this sounds rough for me and Dean's coworker, we're both w nice white ladies, so you know it's worse for visible, visible minorities. So our, our point here, dear listeners, dear sweet, patient listeners, is that if you have the ability to help amplify someone else's voice in the workplace, a woman who you know is consistently talked over, or someone whose ideas are passed off as someone else's, here's what to do. Step one, shine a light on the idea haver. Um, excuse me, Randy. Mika had a great idea there. Let's hear her out. Step two. Repeat that idea. Hey, guys. I like Mika's idea. You know, the one that she had. I just She just had. Good idea, Mika. Mika's idea. This role play is maybe a bit too straightforward. So, uh, step three. Final step. Give credit where credit is the person who came up with the idea. Uh, hey, gang. Wasn't that, a, wasn't, wasn't that great that Mika was the person who had that fucking banger idea? And now we, uh... I don't, I don't know what your job is, so you do, <laughs> you do the work good? I'm feeling so validated right now. There you go. It's that simple. Pay attention. Point out your female coworkers for their good ideas. Credit them for Dudes, do you want to look good and feel good in the workplace? Dean's got some hot tips. If you're a man with a dick and balls, powder them. You powder your balls. That, that's a thing? That's a thing? Yeah. Yes, like talcum or baby powder or whatever. But, hmm. 
I am now acutely aware that I'm saying this in real life to another person <laughs> talking into a microphone. So while actively trying to avoid eye contact uh, with Mika, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that, yes, that is absolutely a real thing people do. Uh, but Dean, baby powder isn't sold in gunmetal gray bottles. Well, bingo. See, there you go. You're welcome, Dove Men Plus Care. But uh, think it real here for a second. You want to take care at work? And you have to recognize that not everyone has the same opportunity to be heard as most workplaces and for most careers, being heard and having ideas attributed to you are crucial to your advancement or even just basic satisfaction in your working life. So if someone, again, especially if it's a woman, is getting spoken over or having her ideas misattributed to someone else, maybe don't speak up for them. Maybe speak up with them and help them be heard. And that gunmetal gray ball powder Mika's idea, dove. I'm Mika, and I'm too emotionally intelligent to feel my feelings. And I'm Dean, who's consistently weighed down with the emotional gravity of I care so much for so many things all of the time, always. Remember, you can never be too feminist. But feminists aren't funny. We do it. You can edit anything else you want.